Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bingetown TV and our coverage of Jujitsu Kaisen. So this is going to be episodes... 19 and 20. 19, 19 <laughs> and 20. Okay, there yep. you go. Um, it's, I got the name of them. It's right and wrong, part two and three. That's, that's easier to remember. Mm-hmm. So just a continuation of Yuji's descent into just absolute depression and despair. We're still battling Mahito. Everyone's... I don't need, I don't want to say favorite villain, maybe favorite villain to watch get the shit kicked out of, which <laughs> we got a little bit of, I think, in episode 20. Um, so obviously, I think we just take the episodes one at a time. Episode 19, Right and Wrong Part 2, is very Kugasaki-focused. I'm sure we have some things to say about that. It's some classic, <laughs> some classic anime style of how that episode went, which was, which was funny, but also not funny because of the content type of deal. So... But they did it well. Yeah, for sure. I think we kind of just opened the floor to anything we want to talk about in episode 19 regarding Kukisaki, obviously. I mean, what else to say other than <laughs> she's a boss? I mean, my favorite line, me and Alki were kind of shoot, shooting the shit around a little bit before the recording. So he knows that for me personally, there was the one line that Mahito says during their fight where he kind of just recognizes her as another rival just like he yeah. does he sees itadori yuji like he he puts her immediately on that tier of like this is someone that i need to deal with you know right away as well of course for the more messed up reasons but he does see them as like two sides of the same coin so that was really cool and obviously i i i, I know the power difference is like significant between mahito and kugasaki we were kind of talking about it last podcast about like how if he splits into a clone does he get weaker it appears that he he does in the sense that he can't use certain abilities, but in terms of, I feel like, physical strength, it feels like it was nearly 100% there, like combat abilities. So even even though his power is broken and was much needed probably for him to quickly fin- finish off Kugasaki, it was just cool seeing her hold her own. And her power is just, again, just to the uniqueness of everyone's abilities, just yeah. so cool seeing the hammer and nail. Like it, I just remember thinking back on season one when we first introduced her power and just thinking like what is this gonna be it just looks so <laughs> stupid but obviously it's it's great and it is a perfect counter to mihito especially the double which i think that was what triggered mihito's comment about okay this girl yeah. just like yuji is like a rival to me because i guess their powers can both touch his soul so but she she was amazing man i i fucking love kugasaki 
<laughs> it's it's uh <laughs> not it much to tough. say there okay <laughs> it's tough to relive um relive that uh event you know because i was hyping her up and i knew it was coming but i was hyping her up just about how she's not your tropey uh girl main character like she can hold her own she's quick with it you know she's funny um she's part of the group and unfortunately she will be missed her fight was entertaining i thought they did it very well in the uh, anime they portrayed it very well um when she used her curse technique and it affected both the clone and the original body i thought that was super badass it immediately clicked for her Unfortunately, it clicked for Mahito too. He realized he had to kind of step it up a notch. Um, fuck him, bro. Dude, I just... <laughs> so I watched these episodes back to back. I think if I had done it like week to week, I would have been much more devastated by yeah. Right and Wrong Part 2. But I, I literally just got done watching them back to back. But I agree. Like, just like, fuck Mahito so much. Like, if I had to sit on that episode, Right and Wrong Part 2, for a week without hearing the potential like oh because we get in right and wrong part three that it's like oh she's not she's dead but there's not like a zero percent chance that she actually dies you know yeah it's true. so I, if i didn't have that knowledge for a week i would just have to you know wallow in despair that another one of yuji's just fr best friends is going down i i was devastated man i absolutely hated seeing this and that was something that weeks ago i think when the when the opening first came out and I stupidly kind of watched it and people were making yeah. comments about like how she was like going like this in the intro. Yeah. And yep. she was also in the center of the chairs too. Right. Oh, in was she? Intro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now that makes sense too. But... Which wasn't <laughs> clicking for me actually, but when you see the backstory, it obviously comes to play. So obviously in the together. moment that that meant absolutely nothing to me. If anything, I thought maybe she would have like, only lost an eye so that's kind of what i was expecting in this fight was to her lose her eye and not her life so <laughs> that, that was yeah. definitely a huge surprise for me but i mean i love kugasaki i mean i'm not i'm still a, a maki truther to this day but uh she she's definitely up there all the women in the show have been just amazing i love them all they, they do you so dirty with the kind of sequence of events of her kind of kicking ass and then, like, Yuji gets the hint where it's now it's picking him up emotionally and, like, spiritually almost. Mm -hmm. where he's like, thank you for showing me, like, I'm not alone. And he starts kicking Mahito's ass and all the heavy blows are hitting. And he's he's just absolutely beating the shit out of him. And you're like, yes, like, this is literally what we've been waiting for for so long. And then just they just flip it right on you. She gets smacked in the face and then it just says 2009. It's like, no. I, yeah, like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so fucking pissed because she gets touched and then we hit that flashback. I'm like, can I just it's skip so this? I, yeah. like, I want to see what the fuck happens before I get into this. And uh, her backstory was, I mean, it was sad, of course. I mean, she was an outsider in the village. She makes a friend and then another friend who's a little bit older than both of them. And we hadn't really been introduced. I don't... We haven't been introduced. What's the 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 girl that's her age's name? Fumi. Fumi. Have we met her in real time? No, I think she, not that I, I know. Of. No. Okay, I just wasn't sure because we were getting her perspective at first, uh, Fumi's perspective, and I was a little bit like, "Why do we yeah. are we getting her perspective is, and not no?" Uh, it does kind of come off like Alki mentioned earlier, like main character ish. You know, her backstory, the beginning of it too, where she's like confronting the bullies and doing all that stuff, and then 
yeah, kind of. I, I also kind of like the way it ends. It's not necessarily like uplifting, fulfilling content. I just think it's just interesting that the way that they kind of pull it full circle with um, Sayori, who's the older mm-hmm. chick, who she's kind of just like reminiscing back on her life and being like, I just live such an ordinary office life now. Like, I wonder what that little girl's up to. And mm-hmm. obviously she has no conception of what <laughs> Kugasaki could possibly be up to. Yeah. Or saving the world. The truth. Yeah, what's actually going on. But I just like the way that they kind of brought that full circle. And then just, again, leaving everyone leaves Yuji with just like a horribly, almost like heartbreaking quote. Even though this is like actually uplifting and probably some nice last words to leave, but like it's just like fuck, man. Dude. It's like, hey, please tell everyone. Like Nanami's like every, like, I'll leave it up to you, and then she's like, hey, tell everyone this. And it's just like, goddamn. It's so funny. Crazy. I've definitely said the same thing. I feel like in drunk moments with you guys, I'm just like, if I die like right now, I just want everyone to know that I had a great life. Yeah. Just don't feel bad, you know. But <laughs> yeah, uh, she, that left eye socket gets blown out and dude they fucking the sound design on her like hitting the ground was like oh my god okay so yeah, just that's, i'm surprised uh, that mahito didn't fucking disfigure her the way he did nanami yeah frankly i mean i guess to our benefit mm-hmm. but yeah, i guess it was seems to be like that little slap versus like actually touching him mm-hmm. i Hold um on, I guess oh that. good point Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. I dude, think <laughs> the fucking visual of it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's a shame. The the shot of Yuji threw her the hole in her head. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking, yeah, that was so far is cool, dude, with the nails. I think it's a pretty cool, like stupid quote unquote power to have. And the way she uses it is um is intelligent. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because she obviously used like the old nails on the ground, like that was all of that. Mm-hmm. because this you could obviously fun. see when she's just doing the basic power of just like smacking the nails like sure your average purse might not be able to avoid it but for someone like mahito dodging those things is easy easy right so it was um cool seeing her yeah, yeah potential on display there i think they did give us that nice little flashback i thought it was of the three of them and also funny I, like yeah it felt like classic anime humor uh, was this this was in this episode or was it now I'm thinking about it maybe it was in 20 either way but with the the shirt and spilling it and i like how she tries to get them to blame mr i get his name is what Ichiji or something like that yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah, like yeah. a me like no it's no, it your fault yeah, yeah. And the scale hits like behind her i thought that was and she's like okay i'll pay 90 you guys eat pay 80 <laughs> and they're like whoa what are you talking about <laughs> yeah it's good funny. it's a good it's a good uh i think that it's pretty noteworthy that the author mentioned the creator mentioned that it's not a zero percent chance because so far everybody that we've seen that's dead has been dead you we know, know dead. we know how anime percents work whenever it's low stakes or low, low percent chance of it going through it's going to work out and if it's a high percent chance of it working it's not going to work out so that's we'll just see, the I mean, anime it, it, we'll see because we'll, we will see i mean it does feel like this show uh, out of almost anything i did get picked definitely back willing up. to kill her I'm right. definitely happier hearing that sh- there's not a zero percent chance that she's because the guy also said there's not a zero percent chance. Don't get your hopes up, which is yeah. like so you know, but it feels also but that. it feels yeah. like that that's also kind of just maybe his like catchphrase kind of thing where it's just like yeah, don't get your hopes up. You know, like yeah. I can well, I guess, calculate all this stuff, but don't get your hopes yeah. up. It's also I think his power, the base of his power, is like stabilizing injuries versus actually healing people. Mm-hmm. You know, so he probably feels like he literally has to say that all the time, especially with to someone like Toto, who obviously doesn't care about nuance. It's just like, let's kick ass. And the one and thing like that, the last comment I have on part two is just I love when Mahito breaks off into like the five little like yes. Cyclop things. And 
again, just seeing Mejito's abilities of like, you know, combat knowledge in the fact that he was able to fake out Yuji with putting a bunch of cursed energy into one of them, thinking that Yuji's going to bite on that one. And he did. And it wasn't that one that had his soul in it. So just Mihito just being a boss. And I mean, I still fucking hate the guy, but he's, he's his good, imagination is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The way he uses his power is really, really, really cool. And I feel like we're only we're about to we're just scratching the surface yeah. with how right and wrong part three ended. Yeah, that's fair. So that's a perfect segue into right and wrong part three. And this might be my favorite episode of the season. Yeah, we yeah, said the same we were thing. Kind of saying bro. The same thing. It's up there, man. It's <laughs> it's so hard for me not to just come off like a biased opinion of just fresh off watching the episode and being like that was the best one of the. I've season. been saying yeah. where the fuck is Toto, and I knew he was coming. <laughs> he that's all just... for you guys, viewers. He is oh. my favorite character. I think. Dude, he's it's, it's... so cool, bro. He's so badass. Him. His walk up, I got chills. The fight was sensational. His month, his speech to Yuji, like whipped him back into shape, whipped me back into shape. It was awesome. Yeah. It was it was not like, you know, it's it's gritty. You know, the the, the it's it was right along with the tone of the anime. It's like, don't wallow in this because then you're doing everybody that's died a disservice you know let's live for them and also he said some shit under his breath like i don't like we can't tell him that yet. yeah we can't let him like what was you kind of let the reality i don't really know yeah i, I, I caught that i just i didn't know yeah. what he meant by that it's just that he's just so fucking cool his power it's so sweet how he can switch spots with literally anything and he uses it to a T man. He's yeah. just so he's such a master at it. He is able to just he's like he it's not a really intricate power but he is so glitch with it. It's so yeah. fun to watch. It's when he like Mahito's kind of running and he uses it like twice in quick succession to then kick Mahito, it's just like, he's already like doing the kick, like as he goes to collab to put himself in the position to finish the kick. It's like, he's just such a fucking boss. But is, there's nothing cooler in anything than just an anime walk-up scene. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, those are the dude, best. They, they did, I saw something on, on the internet that was like, it literally was like a WWE entrance. Yeah. Like da, it was da, him da, entering da. the scene was just like so perfect. And I mean, uh, before this too, dude, it was looking terrible because it gets worse at the beginning of this episode because Mahito is just giving Yuji the business. So they just throwing him around. He hits him with a black flash, which is just like probably the lowest Yuji might have been after Kugasaki dies. He's like literally like the way they're drawing it, like the panic on his face, I thought was really good. The animation was great. And then he gets hit with a black flash and was like, oh my God, where the hell do we go was but pissing me the fuck off because he's just like, I'm so perfect. Like I am literally the yeah. embodiment of a curse. And I'm just like, you are the worst. I hate you. Yeah, Before we like telling him like, you know, I've like, I, I, I can't like, I literally he's telling Toto, I can't do it anymore. Like I, you know, what I thought was what I thought to be my conviction only turned out to be my excuses. I can't forgive myself. And it's like, oh, my God, man, like this is literally the lowest he's probably ever been. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Before we dive into this fight, I want to mention me and Dave were talking about it previously before the podcast. Um, Yuji's black flashes. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was really cool. And he was doing it in succession. And I think we should like I know we it's a first season thing, but I think it's important to understand the dyna the mechanics of the Black Flash. 
Um, basically, it's like a timing thing. And I like to equate it to in the newer Super Smash Brothers Brawl games, you know, when you like knock somebody and it's just like the right moment, they get fucking blown off the screen. I kind of think I think of it that way. Yeah. I think Yuji doing it in succession like that is so cool and awesome. Unfortunately, it was not enough because I'm pretty sure Nobara died right after that, like exchange. Yeah. Um, but we get to see it again in this fight with Toto and Yuji and Mahito. This whole fight was sweet, man. Just all of it. Like Mahito's at the brink, just going firing at all cylinders and Toto and Toto and Yuji are are answering, man. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of giving them the business at some points. Yeah. I mean, Mahito already like had the scouting report on Toto and even with the scouting report of his powers was still just like I still get completely disoriented even knowing that the claps are coming and the way he's giving him credit for the way he uses it. And it excites him. Yeah, that's the worst part about Mahito is that that he's smiling through this all. Like he could be like he's already in a precarious situation. Like he breaks it down like Toto's at 100% soul and Yuji's at 10% or less and he's at 40. Those odds to me seem well in favor of Toto's side even if Yuji's at 10%. But he's just still fucking laughing because he probably has a fucking plan. And I just I yeah. fucking hate the guy. It's so <laughs> he has such a punchable face. And that's I'm sure that's how they designed it to be. But anytime he smiles, I just I get so angry. All of the fucking happens a lot. It happens multiple times, like every episode <laughs> almost. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Toto even was taking him on 1v1. Obviously, we find out a little later that Toto's attacks themselves don't really do a ton to Mahito, but at the very mm-hmm. least, he's he's buying time. And I mean, the combo work. With him and Yuji is just top notch. They're just so good as a as a duo. It's insane. I like that the reminder that he doesn't really have an effect on Mahito because there are moments in the fight where Toto has a clear shot at hitting Mahito, but he'll, instead he'll sub in Yuji. Which I, I there were some moments when I was watching, I was like, why do they keep switching when it's a clear line of sight? But hundred percent makes sense. Why that doesn't his shit? Is it just his curse energy is not strong enough? What is it? It's because I, he can't hit the soul. Like like Fugasaki's and Yuji's powers specifically yeah, attack like the soul. She can, the resonance attacks the soul. Right. Yuji can attack the soul. Like Toto his fist, yeah, just kind of breach through. And that's Mahito's whole thing, the soul. Yeah. And that's why she was a good counter for Mahito. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but not that's all why he powers wasn't worried gonna... about her yeah, until he didn't realize that she could use that resonance ability. And she even says, since the first time I heard about your power, like I figured this might work. Yeah, and I, to me, like I imagine, blood manipulation wouldn't have any effect really on Mahito because that wouldn't, you know, necessarily touch the soul either. Yeah, and he can literally manipulate his body so much. Yeah, it's just like it would be hard to hit him with with things if you weren't like yeah directly impacting his soul. Essentially, I just oh, man. So that black flash didn't do anything. No, no, that's crazy. That sucks. I mean, is the black yeah. flash not now? It's all the soul? it's all coming together yeah. now. But damn, bro. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't do anything to him. the black flash with yuji would because it's, it's like it, his yeah, ability yeah. it like physically moves him backwards but that's kind of the extent of it, it doesn't actually do any damage to him. Mm-hmm. Kind i of love that like so him loading up into the black flash it's like him in space with the rainbows yeah. that shit was hilarious <laughs> it's just like so fitting of his character <laughs> he's like, Dude, like I, you know everyone's out here giving their all right now like i can't let i can't get left behind I and does he hear that. the Especially voice you think like 
of his crush. Is that who he hear? Like he's like yeah, at the end, that's the, the girl, the right girl that he had the ticket yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, he's he funny. Dude. He's, he, there, you hear a chick's shit. voice as he's like flying yeah. through space, and I'm pretty it's sure like it's just like his motivation. Basically, it's like there's like little pictures of her, like right before he makes contact. It's like her on a beach and things like that. Yeah, and I think <laughs> yes. I think it says like Toto-san. <laughs> <laughs> he's so stupid, but I kind of love the fucking guy. He's, he's just incredible. I think his design is so cool. He's mm-hmm. such a badass. Dude. I, I love, love how he has like the jo- the jogger pants on and the yeah. and the karate I want shoes. Those kind of pants. I, I've been getting like recommended those like, on like they're my like Instagram. parachute pants kind of. Yeah. I don't know. He's and just and with as hell, his long hair. He's just a beast. I want to know uh, how he gets his scar. Top knot gorilla. I thought that was hilarious. Might have called him that. So the scar, I feel like. They mention in season one when he first shows up. I feel like they talk about it with the in relation. I believe it's with chapter zero, with the the night of ninety nine curses or whatever it is when Ghetto did like that. I guess they called a terrorist attack, mm-hmm. and he was there. And I'm pretty sure that's when he earned his special grade. Or no, he's not a special. He's grade. first grade. Yeah, I think that's where he earned his first grade. I think that's where he got the scar from. Someone can obviously fact check that, but I, I was just gonna say that I love like the just the impact he has on yuji it's just so obvious and tangible i mean it literally is it takes maybe three minutes for yuji to be like on the floor like about to tap out into like he literally is like apologizing to nanami and he's like you know i was about to take the easy way out i was about to use my sins as an excuse to escape from now on i will suffer in your place as well nanami which is like okay wild that he has to do that but that's obviously like toto said the life of a jiu-jitsu sorcerer mm-hmm and then they just stands up together and Toto just rips his shirt off. And it's like, you know. all right, baby, like <laughs> phase two of the fight. Like, let's get it. It's just like so funny. Like he's just barely gotten started. Now yeah. it's now it's all about to go down. Like, I just it's so good. I just love that. He just appears to be just like this idiot, but he just knows exactly how to get Yuji going. And yeah. he's his I mean, brother, dude. The other guy was like, was so his brother. I don't really see any resemblance. Yes. <laughs> like I was, because to my knowledge, he was an only child. <laughs> he just goes around casually telling everyone he has a brother, and he just—it's not his brother, but they're just best friends. Ah, oh, he's—he's he's the man. Bro. Well, they're best friends in Toto's mind. Yeah, they're brothers actually, in Toto's. Well, I, <laughs> I know, like Yuji's naive and stuff. Um, I like that he's not a fucking idiot. Like sometimes I hate it, unless it's like Luffy, mm-hmm. when the main character is like an absolute moron. It's kind of just overdone. I like how Yuji is not that, but Toto being that makes it awesome. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just so he funny. He also has like surprising depth to him at times. Oh like, yeah, he's a softy dude. The scene when he comes in and the quote of the bells of the of the I'm going to mispronounce it, but the Gion Monastery in India echo with the warning that all things are impermeant. The blossoms of the salad trees teach us through their hues that what flourishes must fade. And it's like, where is this coming from? Yeah, it's true, <laughs> but. That's the beauty of him. Yeah, he's, he's just, fucking. He's the, great. He's got layers, dude. He's like an ogre. And yes, then he is. For me, honestly, watching these back to back, the most emotional I got, what actually brought me tears, like, to, like what the tears started pouring out was when Mojito is just like talking about himself. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm feeling like the true essence of my soul. Like I'm bringing yeah. out everything of my potential." Or he's about to like punch Toto right in the face, and Yuji comes and catches it. And he's just head down. He's like, I'm sorry, Nanami. And we get that like brief moment of Nanami. And I'm I'm definitely crying at that point. I, 
Fugasaki's death was definitely sad, but for some reason, this hit me just so much harder. And like, I'm just sitting here crying. I'm just like, let's fucking go. And I was really hoping that this shot was going to end it. But of course, it's no. just, it was just the beginning of the whole fight, basically. Like, this is just Yuji fully accepting that he has to move on. But it was just great seeing Anami's face, man. I was definitely so emotional seeing it. The Black Fat yeah. Flash animation, I'm glad. Me and Alki were actually kind of debating this at the beginning. I, as much as I love this episode, and I'm still willing to put it as one of my favorites, for some reason, for me, the animation felt its worst during this fight. I don't know. It just, it didn't feel that clean to me. Like, everything was still, like, blobs. But anytime the Black Flash was involved, the animation felt really clear. And it was like, you know, just like seeing Conqueror's Hockey from One Piece. Like, it was, it's just such a really cool animation yeah. that they do with the the black lightning coming out of it, I think. But... I actually don't think the animation was bad. It wasn't I really thought it was worse anything. versus uh, when Sukuna and fought the no, no. no fought no, the no. Uh, Maharaga. Maharaga. Like I thought that was awful. Mm. I thought, but I thought this was all right. Yeah. Either way, it's still okay. not taken away. This one for me just felt. I don't know why. Maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. I think it it almost helps with the perspective that Mahito's body is pretty much just like a ball of jello that he like, can do whatever he wants with. So like, that's how I think I'm trying to headcanon it. When I see something, I'm like, that looks I a agree. Odd. And I would say in the past, I've been fine with this animation because it kind of, you know, especially in the fight with like Sukuna versus Mahago or whatever. And even against <laughs> Jogo, it, feels yeah. like the animation's fine there because they're moving just so fast that like you just really can't make out anything whereas here like i don't picture you know yuji mahito and toto moving at these like supersonic speeds that like toji was moving at in the other episodes and which i guess why in this moment i felt like a little bit you feel less... like it could be better yeah and i guess again it mm-hmm. wasn't bad it didn't take away from anything i still will rank this as a top three episode of jujutsu kaisen of all time but yeah, I just for me it felt a little bit off, but still the black flashes are just amazing. I mean, I hear you. I actually that logic is sound. Like that reasoning. I think makes that's sense. why it was weird for me in this episode specifically. But for me, like against Maharaga, like there were literally frames that were black and white, and it was like yeah. sketches. Like it was his biceps as squares because they didn't like yeah. color it, like finish drawing it. That's what pissed me off in that uh fight. Yeah. This one, That's... there were some blob moments. Like there was a moment where I think when they came out of the floor, mm-hmm. there was like they were all blobs, and I was just like, eh. yeah. "It's not their fault, bro." I don't I know. Mean, they're I mean, like, it's yeah. technically their wonder, fault, I'm, but it's also not I'm their really fault. Curious what like the end of the... season conversation might be like. If it's like still an issue, if we get more information about it, yeah, I, don't I wouldn't know. even say it's been an issue for me like obviously i know the potential is there for it to be better but it hasn't necessarily i would say been an issue for me entirely just yet yeah because it has been consistent at least that's the main thing it's not like what i'm thinking of is that one there's like a black clover episode where you know the animation was all fine and then we get this major fight and the episode's kind of done like this and it's like okay that sucks because it was only one episode it was like a major fight whereas this at least it's consistent and we kind of understood why it was happening yeah yeah it is nice to know although obviously the reason itself is terrible i guess yeah. it is nice i feel like it, it tempers our expectations in a way where we're not like reacting negatively right to the wrong thing i guess you could say but right. another and another interesting i guess story direction decision etc is 
I thought it was really interesting how there was like actual episode content. Like the fight is still ongoing as and, the credits to mm, the episode yes. were happening. When I, usually that's like the song and the outro like mm-hmm. sequence playing. I just thought that was interesting. It seems like they're really trying to to stretch the screen time and get in as much content as they as they have to, which I think is appreciated in my mind. I, I don't think it's I was like, holy shit, long. the fucking season's over. That's what <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that happened earlier this season too. I think it happened during the flashback, like maybe like one of the last episodes or the last episode of the flashback. It ended like that. Yeah, I, honestly, I thought it was weird too because I'm like, we're watching it, and you know, it, it ends with Mahito's devilish look on his face, but then it kind of just rolls into what the expectations are for next episode. And I was like, are we still? I couldn't tell because the outro hadn't played fully. I was like, are we still in the same episode? And then I was like, okay, now this is a little bit too, like now I see this, this is the episode preview. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it, but yeah, it was hard I like that they, um, they put that panel in. You can kind of tell it was a panel when it's like the three of them and the narrator kind of says like, they've all reached like 120% of their, mm. of their potential. I like when they put the panels in, I thought it was nice. It's colored. It just like, it's a nice little like nod. I thought at least to I always, readers. I always have to point out when there's a narrati- narrator that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it was it, random. Was this the first time? I, I feel like we maybe had talked about a narrator earlier in this season, but it's been for like specific moments. But yeah, it's possible, but I don't think it happens very often. I, I don't it's mind. Not like Hunter, like Hunter, Hunter, I feel like is much more consistent. Well, that one I feel like it started during the Chimera and arc. Like yeah, it it's wasn't there within the. Within I don't. The arc. I actually prefer a narrator to be honest because I just feel like it's almost more like reading where you can also not only like see the emotions that people are feeling, but like you can also kind of get that like confirmation from the narrator of what's also going on. So like I like a little opposed. elaboration. Yeah, like some I'm not some reliability to too. I'm not opposed to it. I just it was just something that I noticed. Right, like concrete facts. Like if the narrator says right. it. It's true. Like I just yeah. picture it like the square boxes in manga. Right, like, exactly. That like yeah, on the yeah. side. That's what I was picturing too. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, the Mechamaro scene, I will say, was yeah, was, was also very emotional. Thing to comment on, I'm just curious how much either of you two care. Um, That's not something too much. I've been seeing online where it's like the general consensus feels like Miwa and Mechamaro. At this point, we've moved so far past those characters that it's like it feels shoehorned in i they're trying it just feels like i think this is actually a common i guess criticism i've read of jujutsu kaisen i don't have this criticism because i'm a terrible critic of things that i read and enjoy because i'm just taking everything at face value pretty much and whatever everything is a decision and it makes sense to me but that like a lot of side characters are just like really underutilized and don't contribute a ton to the plot it just felt like it popped up i thought it was animated like beautifully thought the colors looked good the story I thought it was like a it. lo-fi scene like i felt like i was yeah, watching like, like one of my lo-fi videos i really liked it because yeah i get it the story of mechamaru is gone but he was he helped yuji up until like three or four episodes ago and not to mention um this kind of tied that group of people into the mix so that's yeah. that's why so like he, too, yeah he acts like well. the liaison i'm not so i'm not really on uh, upset with it i actually read that uh those criticisms as well about how the side characters are underutilized but the pacing of the story is pretty fast yeah, like in the manga too like like you'll see bro next arc is 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 fucking awesome as well and it's it doesn't skip a beat in that sense it's like where does like like a B ranked 
fighter yeah, fall into play and when you when you're fighting like yeah. like the world threatening monsters and shit you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean so yeah. So at, at, so I, I get it, but it's like, do you want an a thousand chapter manga that you're going to complain about because it's a thousand chapters or do you want the meat and potatoes? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I agree. I would definitely counter the community's arguments against that. The side characters have not been utilized enough. Like, I guess in any fucking story, like the side characters could always be utilized more. So that's never been a problem for me. In terms of the specific like love story between Mechamaru and Miwa, I don't really care about because one, their love was never or like the relationship was never really displayed on screen. It's not even real. Present. Yeah, like it was only things that we have seen because Mechamaru is now gone. We, that we get to it at the end, which like creates not a false tragedy, but it's not like we've gone on the journey with them. Like we kind of that's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's not like from end. day one from Jujutsu Kaisen, this was like a story that they had been keeping us up with. It was just kind of like laid out to us like, oh, Mechamaru does have a crush. Like this pulls in a little bit towards this humanity side of things, makes the sacrifice that he put mm-hmm. like so that i can agree on like this specific thing like i don't care too much about like it was very nice and again the animation was like beautiful it felt like i was just like listening to some lo-fi beats and just like the the lights in the background were really cool but in terms of yeah emotion like it wasn't didn't do anything but like alki said though the fact that it now ties into all these other quote-unquote side characters making their debut into shibuya station i think that is a really good connector for for this this arc and yeah. something that it definitely needs because it does feel like we're we're losing we're losing a lot of people we're <laughs> losing a lot like of people flies yeah. out there for yeah sure. so we need the backup and even though obviously they're kind of led to believe you know this is squad b like mechamaro specifically told these people not to come or <laughs> set them on missions because they were quote-unquote weak but this is going to be the squad Based on how animes in the past have gone, I mean, I obviously I think a few of them are, are going to die still, but yeah. you know, I think Squad B is going to come up clutch and you know prove their worth here. Four yeah. episodes left. Yeah. Um, I actually, I kind of liked the um the little flash of Mechamaro as a human yeah. that Miwa saw. Like, was that in yeah, Miwa's Miwa. mind, or do you think that, that was, was her his cursed energy? I think that was his cursed energy. That's actually not a. I would have. I didn't even I would have just immediately said I just think that was her mind but because you yeah. know there's curse energy and like the thing probably just dis- disintegrated or like yeah used the last of its curse energy to probably like, put himself I in. know that that uh walkie-talkie thing is like it can't revive Mechamaru but his essence is in it and like the latest software update from when he like uploaded his consciousness into this fucking thing is there so like all his memories and feelings and stuff are there so I would like to believe that he uh, projected himself there for her to see. That'd be That's pretty an cool. Interesting thought. Yeah, it's nice Definitely. to think of it that way because I I don't think I don't think it matters either way. Not in like a well, okay, don't worry about bro. it. But like I'm just saying, I think you're you're more than free to feel that way. No, I, I was, know, I know. I liked Mechamaro. Like reading it too, I liked him. I thought he was fucking cool. I was disappointed in him. I like the his girl he has a crush on is pretty sweet with the sword. Like she's pretty gnarly with that shit. I'm excited to see her. But I was actually kind of surprised to see that um Mechamaru considered the um <laughs> the the guy with his eyes closed. I'm pretty sure he's a blood manipulator too, but I'm yeah, surprised that um, he considered him weak because I feel like we've yeah. seen him before kind of go toe to toe with his, was it with Toto or it's um Megami. Megami that's who yeah, it was. You're right, right. That's yeah, Nor- he, Noritoshi Kamo, I believe. He's pretty I'm excited to see oh, him no, I, in action because especially after you see Choso. 
Yeah, exactly. So I'm, yeah. that's why I'm kind of surprised that he wasn't on the group that Mekamaru was like, yeah, you can certainly, you know, hit up Shibuya. So I think he'll be definitely one of the bigger players of this group. Like, and I, yeah. uh, Maki's is a cousin or sister. Like, I still say fuck her, but like, it's sure. Maki's sister, I believe. Yeah, it's her sister. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her. I think definitely she's weak. But <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, we'll they'll get their they'll to... all get their moments. Yeah, yeah I think we're... again, B team is going to shine here in this in these next couple of episodes. Yeah, like we. Said, oh, I left. just remembered something that fucking happens, bro. Oh, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm also. Oh, you're about to get. Oh, it's also, about yeah. to get lit again. I don't we're... know how it, this yeah. this season is is big like a banger over, bro yeah. banger after banger after banger it's like a top season of anime just non-stop hits unbelievable it's been a no big debate on where it's gonna end like where is the actual line they're gonna draw for like this mm. is the end of this arc for season two four episodes left of content we'll see we're moving into phase three of this let's say toto yuji versus mahito fight uh, it's just, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fireworks. There's no other way around it. I mean, it's, it's not even a spoiler to say that the ending is gonna be nuts. Obviously, we're getting these characters just continuing to face off, so we'll have to see how it ends. It's funny because I was talking about like the anime percent math and how, like, you know, giving us the percent usually it's gonna be the opposite of the outcome. Now I'm kind of stuck on the thing like Mechamaru is saying Toto had a 99 percent chance to, <laughs> to survive, and it's like. <laughs> Shit! If my if what I was saying was earlier comes true, then that one percent is probably going to come true. So yeah. I yeah, don't like think is, like uh, that, bro. Is I'm just going to put it on the board. I'm going to put on the board that Toto's going to die. That's is on the this board. Close to what does he say? Realizing the true essence of his soul. That yeah, part yeah. Of the I actually we didn't talk about this. I thought it was really interesting to find out that he has forty percent left. Yeah, you know, because he seems like he. I was. He could go. I thought he was like long. not even touched. Yeah, you know. That's so I'm. I'm reassured. But it's also yeah. crazy to hear Yuji's at 10. It feels generous, honestly. It's just yeah. like one of those things. It just reminds me of like uh, the scene from uh, The Dark Knight when Batman's just like kicking the shit out of the Joker in the jail room. But like the Joker's just like laughing the whole time. Like obviously the Joker's feeling that damage, but like yeah, just the joy of just yeah, w- the bigger plan and just watching his enemies just struggle is just so much fun to him. So yeah. All right. God damn. So that's going to do it for Jujutsu Kaisen episodes 19 and 20 we will be back in two weeks continuing this two episode at a time i guess structure that we've been moving with so we'll be back with episodes 21 and 22 until then we are covering beacon 23 murder at the end of the world we're going to start covering yu haka show on netflix oh. i believe the live action oh, yeah this is, show. i think we're going to so, do this squad Okay, yeah, you're so in. that is a nice continuation of if you're interested in the anime content, we'll move into the live action arena, obviously, but New York show classic anime there. And Percy Jackson is coming out on Disney Plus this month of, of December. And then looking more towards the future, True Detective comes out in January as we transition into 2024. So as I always say, we're busy guys. We got a lot coming down. The pike, the pipe, either way you want to say it. Um so if you like what you heard, the best way to support us is going to be obviously continuing to listen, but also subscribing on whatever you're listening on or watching on. If you're if you're one of our YouTube faithful, we appreciate you no matter what way you engage with the content. Uh, it's just nice to know that there's people out there that are listening and they care. So once again, we are Bingetown TV and thank you for listening. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 